Cashback is not available on gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Hey, good morning. You're heading the airport, right? Yeah, thanks for checking. I like the car. How long have you been a rideshare driver? About three years now. I really enjoy it. Isn't it hard to make money these days with the price of gas being so high? Not for me. I use Upside, the free app that gives you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get real money back when you get gas with the Upside app? Yep, I get real cash back every time I get gas. Does that actually add up to anything? I'll make around $200 to $300. Wow, that's serious extra cash. I'm downloading the Upside app now. Download the free Upside app now to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code CAR for an extra $0.25 a gallon bonus on your first tank. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account, PayPal, or a gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code CAR for a $0.25 a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code CAR. Welcome to the law firm of Davis and Davis. We're not a real law firm. Go ahead, grab a beer, a glass of wine, sit back and listen. <laughs> well, what's going on man i don't know i can't hear myself again lucky fabulous, you fabulous day fabulous i listened to some great depression music today it's fabulous i can't even remember the format of the show what what, what do we do first i don't even remember uh, we're, I know what we're not doing. We're not doing our fake and real thingies because we got other crap to go over, right? Ooh. What do you think we have to go over, Burke? <clears throat> uh, you said you didn't want to do it because you had a bunch of shit to talk about. I mean, yeah. And so do I, actually. <laughs> yeah. Well, we we haven't done a show in a while. What? We did one last week. Well... We did a show last week. They didn't hear a show last week. <laughs> so, All three so of them. <laughs> we, we've, in my mind, been away for a little bit. Uh, I love that sound. <laughs> hey, did you did you get my my uh, my video that I sent you? I don't remember. So I was editing the the video. Oh yes, I'm oh, sorry. Yes, I did, and I was uh, amazed and appalled at the amount of noise that my crunching and and swigging of booze and swishing it in my mouth generates on this microphone. <laughs> I thought having this microphone would be awesome. I was wrong. So in the future. I will try my darndest to move the mic away and or hit the mute button when I'm gurgling and swilling and making all sorts of bodily noises. I, I didn't think I didn't think that you you realized how much that microphone picks up. This no, I had no clue. I had this, no fucking clue. It was I, I was sitting there, I'm editing, 
it, it literally took me for uh for the regular quotes which was only an hour and 26 minute long show <laughs> it took me four hours to edit it because i had to take all of the slurping the sucking on the vape the drinking the sloshing in your i mean you are like yeah i'm like dude i can hear everything well you should have said something <laughs> i i hate to have to be the bad guy all the time well no i mean this is a technical aspect i'm you know it's just I, i'm okay with technical glitches and apparently i was the glitch in the matrix at that moment well, <laughs> yeah. of course you also said that your metal straw in your cup Notice. was loud as fuck <laughs> Notice. And you have no straw this time. Good boy. <laughs> ting, 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 ting. We, ting. We, oh, like, we, oh. we were both, we were both sinners on the show. <laughs> and the the thing is, is that when when we do this show, there's so much technical stuff that I have to deal with. I'm I go off of the Zoom page, so I can't use the space bar as a mute. Oh yeah. The minute that I go away from that, you know, the minute that I play a sound, nothing works. <laughs> oh God. It's, I I I really really I I don't know I don't know I I have I have to do something and and part of that. I think has to do with getting a job in Ohio or something like that. Um, I gotta get out of here. I gotta get out of here, man. I did apply for a job today again, uh, even though I, I, you, you have a job and started a job. I have a job. I've started a job, but uh, the Minnesota Vikings are hiring. I might be a place kicker again. Actually, I had a boss at work that was like, I want to be the third, and I, I'm not a sports guy, so I'm going to fuck up these terms, something horrible. The third bench, the third... Third, third string. Third string, thank you. Third string kicker for a, a National Football League because you never, ever, ever play. You, you, and you make like 70 grand a year for sitting and doing absolutely nothing. What did you do today, honey? Nothing. Nothing. And it was everything I thought it could be. <laughs> and I got paid for that shit. <laughs> like a weatherman, except Ooh. less work. Ooh, that noise suppression. Your microphone. Uh, like when you, I noticed when you just talked really loud a second ago. The, the, everything, the... everything went. I'm like, <laughs> Whoa, that is some noise suppression. That's just the Zoom stuff, man. I don't know if that was the Zoom stuff or if it was your oh, microphone. Oh, no. dude. Oh, man. Oh, oh, I've had this problem all day today. Oh. Smoking yourself out. Good job. Oh, my God. I got to light a candle. Oh. Don't. It's explosive. You're going to blow up. Oh. Methane flames can't be seen. You don't want to do that. I, I, 
I've been working all week. I haven't done anything. I didn't drink nothing. I didn't drink all week. Mm -hmm. New job. So everyone knows that I work at a golf course now. And today we had a uh, an event. We had a tournament. I think they said 255 people, which is decent size for, for yeah, our golf yeah. course. Um, so I, I had to be up at 3 o'clock in the morning. I'm going to be so freaking loopy by 8 o'clock tonight. So... Talk sounds fast. good. Talk sounds, fast. sounds good. Sounds good. Sounds good. So, how's your computer build going? Uh, well, that was you, something that we had to talk about. Can you see the stuff in the background? Yes, it's all in packages. Yes, it's all in little boxes. You know why? Because the first motherboard I got was, I'm pretty sure, bad. It would sucky, sucky, poo, poo is what we call that. Well, here's the weird thing is like I built the exact same, and I mean the exact same unit for a person at work and it, and it worked flawlessly the first time. I think the only hiccup was I forgot to tell the, the BIOS to look for the old, uh, hard drive. That's it. Once I did that, it fired right up into windows. It was beautiful. I'm in a show. Say hi to the audience. Hi. <laughs> Hello. Oh, she can't hear me. Oh, wait. Oh, no, you won't be. Burke says hello. The rest of the audience said you better go shut up. Oh. Okay. What was that? Oh, that's that's ketchup from my hamburger. <laughs> <laughs> my bleeding? No, it's food. Uh, I made your mother a hamburger. Oh, that's very nice. I know uh, you paused me. I I can't I can't talk to you while we're paused. Poor Burke is sitting. Actually, the whole audience is sitting here listening to our whole conversation. I have your mic or my speaker up to the microphone so they can hear everything that you say. So be nice, or not. Now she's flipping me off, guys. Sweet. <laughs> I am not. <laughs> uh, that that is so Christian of you. What do you want? I, I don't want you called me. I didn't. You called me. I was in, I was returning a call. Uh, girlfriend, I do not call you. <laughs> okay, I gotta go. All right. Oh, she has learned from the master, hasn't she? <laughs> she'll, she'll, she'll hang up on me, and I'll call her back, and I'll be like, why'd you oh. hang up on me? And she said, hang up on you? What do you mean? I said, why did you hang up on me? You hung up on me. She goes, did it sound like this? Clark. <laughs> And that's why you married her, is it? <laughs> Which, I, I mean, I I do the same thing. Literally, I I, I will I will call her up and I'll be like, "Oh my gosh, I've got to tell you this," and hang up on her. <laughs> uh, so anyway, what were we talking? Oh yeah, 
my computer in little pieces in a box behind me. Oh, of course. So, so you 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 put it together. Yeah, I put it together, and I couldn't and, even get into the BIOS. And you were so good at this, you you fucked it up so good that you had to get a new motherboard. No, the motherboard was bad. Like, let's face it, if you can't get into the BIOS, yeah, it was just, it was fucked. It, it was fucked. It was fucked. It, it was fucked. So now I got, and, and of course I couldn't buy a second motherboard the same type as the one that I had because Amazon won't let you buy more than one of the same thing. Uh... Screw that. So I bought MSI this time, which is like the second best for what I'm doing, so. We'll try this out. And I'll tell you what, the packaging, a little bit nicer. They give you this little uh, flash drive in there so you can download the yes. BIOS update. Oh, it's 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 nice. Dude, I it's... love MSI boards. They really, I, I, I've never had a problem with an MSI board. Uh... The 1961 Ferrari 250 GT California. <laughs> Less than a hundred were made. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, but because I used up all the thermal paste that came with the uh, the cooler, I gotta go. Oh, oh yeah. I I figured we needed some background music for this conversation. And Tangerine Dream from uh, Risky Business is the best. Yes, I actually picked this up because you explained to me what song this was. <laughs> I was like, oh, I've got to go get this. <laughs> of course, my microphone will probably blow it out and we won't hear it. But anyway, so uh, yeah, the thermal paste that came with the cooler was just enough for one application. I had bought thermal paste and left it with the other build up in Akron. So... I gotta go up to Akron tomorrow morning, grab that, come down so I can do everything. So Oh, that's too bad. I've got like sixteen tubes here. I don't build computers every day, man. It's been what, ten years since I built this rig, I think. Mm -hmm. Dude, I have the <laughs> you should see the size of the fan on the CPU. It's like a half dollar size. It's the tiniest. Little, it's so cute and adorable. He's so tiny. He's SML. He's small. <laughs> um, Rebecca De Mornay. Yeah. <laughs> 20 years old, 22 years old in this flick. Yeah. Uh, oh, Nubile. Smoking. Uh. Smoking. Uh, anyways, uh, so so we have that news from Burke, and then the news from myself is that first off, my two terabyte MVME came in. Oh, Ooh, P5. That's have, right, P5. Have, have you opened it up to look at it? Uh, no, I'm saving that for when the computer gets here next week. It's it's the size of your pinky. It's so tiny. It's SML. It's like extra SML. It's so tiny and petite and cute and adorable. 
The Did box you... is ten times the size. No, I can't see shit now. Oh, come on, you bitch. There we go. Did you see the size? 2,000 gigabytes? I know. That's what I got, too. So, I got that. Day after tomorrow, 64 gigabytes of RAM shows up. <laughs> I'm running 8 right now, and I'm like, oh, oh. <laughs> Oh, like, wait, wait, oh, what am I so running? What am I, what am I running? How do I find that? Oh, that's a, you, you gotta go to, um, if you right click on your, on your windows, you can go to system and it'll bring up everything that you're running. Uh, I can't go to system by right clicking. Right click on your windows icon. Oh, my bad. Okay. And then Let's click on the... system. Yes. I'm running eight gigs, although it doesn't tell me how fast it is. Oh, well. It's Wait, probably what? like 2,800 feet oh, yeah. or two. Yeah, my, mine doesn't tell me either. But I will tell you this, I have an AMD Ryzen 7 3700U, which is not, which is not the 8-core Ryzen. Oh, mine's an i5-2500K, which means it's a second gen. It might, I know it's dual, it might be a quad-core, but I know for sure it's a dual. It's running at 3.3 gigahertz, which is respectable, but... Had it, had it been a 3500K, I could do virtual backgrounds, but no, it's a 2500, so I can't do virtual backgrounds. Oh, yeah, that's sucky, sucky poo-poo for you. Well, I told you, man, this thing's like 10 years old. Ooh, yeah, that's sucky, sucky poo-poo. Now sucky. I'm going to go to an i7 12th gen. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to an AMD Ryzen 7 5700 8 core 16th thread uh, uh, I think I got you beat on the cores Of course, this packaging isn't going to tell me. Is it 25 megabyte cache? Ooh. I think this has got like 10 plus 2 cores. Yeah. There it hey, is right there. He's look a... at that little boy. Now, he, here's the thing. You can have your 10 cores. I'm running with four cores right now and don't even touch 20% of my processor. But my RAM gets bottomed out every time I talk to you. <laughs> I think it's your forehead, but... Yeah, it's the video rendering of my forehead. Too many polygons. Gotta be Too it. much shading. <laughs> Ray tracing is on. So, <laughs> so with that... Um, um, we're both getting new pooters. Yes. That's a good thing. What in pray tell 
are you drinking tonight? I have other stuff going on in my life. Well, we could get to that after the train. Okay. So I am drinking Bernheim Original Kentucky Straight Wheat, excuse me, Wheat Whiskey. Really? Then it's okay. Okay. I can I can drink it straight. I, I'm drinking it with ginger ale at the moment. Um, it is nice. I mean, it's one of those, you know, $20, $25 bottles, and it's it's nice. I mean, it's not going to be on my top 10 list, but it's a very, very drinkable. Uh, I don't know if it's considered a bourbon or not. I have to go double check on the bottle. But, uh, no, it's very, very pleasant and very easy to drink. I, my dear friend, have a lovely, lovely Bardstown bourbon it is delectable it is tasty it was only about 56 bucks i was surprised oh i'm not into spending that kind of money except on special occasions but uh well it's a special occasion today oh what is today well i know it was a special occasion this week i got a job no that's true that is true so i said fuck it i'm gonna splurge i still have my willet left <laughs> i'll tell you i think the the willet and the bardstown are very equal to each other oh well uh yeah they're made in the same city bardstown kentucky fusion series number seven kentucky straight bourbon whiskey oh it's a whiskey a bourbon. Whiskey. They even give you the blends. Holy crap. Have you been to their website? Like it tells you that it has the mash bill is 75% corn, 21% rye, 4% malted barley for three years. And then there's that's 50 54% of the blend. 10% is Bardstown Bourbon Company three year mm-hmm. with just corn and rye. Six percent of it is three-year corn, rye, wheat, and malted barley. Twenty percent is Kentucky twelve-year-old corn, rye, malted barley, and then ten percent twelve-year-old. Wow! So thirty percent is twelve-year-old bourbon, and the rest is three-year-old. That's that's pretty intense, man. Um, and it is ninety-eight proof. Oh, oh. And the shit's exp- more expensive than I said it was. Yeah, sixty four ninety nine on their website. Yeah, um, Dude, their it, blended whiskey is a hundred and fourteen proof. Jesus, and a hundred and forty dollars a fucking bottle. Is yeah, that's the Discovery Series Six. Yeah, uh, seven. Oh, Series Seven. Discovery Series Six runs between one forty five and one ninety nine. Um, oh, there we go. Yeah, there's oh, there. Yeah, okay. Series six bourbon. So, which series do you have? Uh, okay. Uh, I I have to I have to be careful how I word this because uh, uh, one bottle that I have was about fifty eight bucks, fifty two, fifty eight bucks. I can't remember exactly, and I bought that myself. The gift that I received from somebody for getting a job was the Series 6. Well, the Series 6 is the $60 bottle, according to the website. The Series 7 is 
$65, but that's from the website. Uh, let's see here. So you might have bought the six and been given the seven. That's the whiskey. And that is. Wow. That's the whiskey, not the bourbon. That's Barstown bourbon whiskey. Mm. Discovery Series 6. Looks like you can buy it cheaper online. Good Lord. Anyways, I received the Series 6. Oh, no. I I take that back. No. Oh, I'm sorry. uh, Series 6 Discovery Series. Oh. Oh. Yes. Yes. Does that make a little bit of a difference? Yes. Nice. Sixteen percent Indiana seven-year-old bourbon. Sixteen percent Tennessee seventeen-year-old bourbon, Mm -hmm. and sixty-eight percent Kentucky eleven-year-old bourbon. Holy Scheisenhausen! Yeah. That was your gift, huh? Oh, oh, this bottle is not getting opened anytime soon. (laughs) Ah, um, yes. All right, we got that shit out of the way. What else is happening in your life? My refrigerator switch for the light broke, and I can't figure out how to undo the switch to replace it. It's my mother's birthday today, and Mackenzie's graduating this weekend, so I'm going to be going up to Toledo to, for graduation. This is my youngest daughter. She's graduating with a physical therapy degree, and then going right back to school to get her uh, whatever the next degree is, PhD, I don't know. I, I can't remember. Neither can my wife. I don't feel bad. Yeah, going to be a busy week. And it's like, so tomorrow I'm off. Hopefully I'm not hungover. Hopefully I can build this computer. Hopefully it works. Get my shit together. I got to work on Thursday. I got Friday and Saturday off for heading up to Toledo. Yeah, it's going to be a busy week. Going to be a very, very, very... Yipper. I got a job. Dude, that's a big thing. Um, I don't know if it is or not. Look at how tan I am. (laughs) Um, I will say that it's it's much more enjoyable than just sitting around the house or doing a bunch of shit that I don't get paid for. There you go. Um, so if you had to reprioritize the shit that you want to do versus the shit you have to do, or I, I, in a way I am reprioritizing my life. 
I will be 54 this year, which means that I retire in 11 years. I'm going to do things that I like to do. If you're lucky, you'll retire in 11 years. Well, I'm on the right track. I mean, I mean, I'm, I'm saving money. I have IRAs. I, I, I do not do a 401k or anything like that. Uh, I would rather do the Roth IRAs because they mature uh, at a rate that that may not be comparable to a 401 or 501 or 401k. I mean, um, but, you know, I, hey, I'm tired of burning up my body. <laughs> I am. It's it's I. The, the touring thing, the doing shows, the the working for 20 hours straight. I'm I'm done with that. Over that crap. I, I am. Well, I, I, I mean, people that come from the show world are, uh, we're a different breed. We don't take breaks. We, we work until the job is done. And, and then you go and sleep for two days. Shoot, man, this is the easiest job in the world to me. Working an eight-hour day? Okay. (laughs) I used to work as a busboy at a a country club. And uh, actually, uh, my assistant manager, his name was Robert Lefevre. He became the youngest general manager of a country club in the United States when he became a GM at Fairlawn, I think. But... He gave me the greatest bit of advice ever. I was screwing off when we were busy. He's like, dude, when we're slow, kick back and relax. And when it's time to kick ass, kick ass. Simple. Didn't yell at me. Just, just when it's time to kick ass, kick ass. When it's not, chill the fuck out. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, makes sense. And I've lived by those words ever since. I mean, uh- we we had we had a special event today. I I had to be at work at five. You know, I, I was there as I I did my job, I busted my butt, I didn't act like I was tired. I didn't come in hungover. You know, I looked around at the rest of the guys. I'm like, dude, you you look like ass. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't like. Man, my boss loves me. He's he's like, you actually like this job? I said, this is the best job in the world. I do this every day of my life. If you <laughs> ask me to come in every day, I'd come do it. <laughs> and to top it off, I get to shoot golf for free at a country <laughs> club. At a country club. <laughs> Yeah, buddy. All right. So, did, um, did you remember to set your timer to see where we're at, uh, buddy? We are well over on time right now. No, my bad. Well, uh, we knew we would be. So, but, we might break up Leon into part two in the next series. Who knows? But anyway, uh, uh, it, it's uh, well, unfortunately, with my new job, I am extremely limited on time. Like I can record on Sundays. Hmm. I can record on Tuesday nights. I need Wednesdays 
to edit. That's if I don't have the Wednesdays to edit, the editing's not going to get done like last week. (laughs) Of which I hope people enjoyed. Enjoyed the show today. It was a good one. Yeah. Yeah. Today was the uh, the quotes. Ooh, whole lot of Benjamin Franklin in there. (laughs) That's how I won. Because I just guessed Benjamin Franklin a bunch of times and got right once. That is the only reason I won that one. I, I will. Uh, I think the the people are catching on that you win every time. Um. So they they're catching on. We also know because your daughter ratted you out that you cheat. So that makes me feel better. I don't know what you're talking about. She said she says you cheat. How? I maybe you have a cheat sheet, maybe you're looking stuff up while you're sitting there. I don't know, but your daughter, the Samantha, said on the air that you cheat. She's talking about card games. She's not talking about this. No, we the question put to her was does your father cheat at games? And she yes, said in general. Yes. Yeah, well, I'm playing card games or whatever. Absolutely. She said yes. I I tend to believe her. <laughs> yeah, because you know her oh so well. <laughs> <laughs> I would tell you that I do know her, but that would be a lie. <laughs> yep. All right, ah. so do we need to break and start on our list yeah because you know we we've already talked for like 45 minutes which means that my cup is low yep so is mine i hear ice cubes in yours so ice cubes in air not a good combo now (laughs) now so everyone knows i loaded new music today for our breaks cool are you ready Let's do this thing. Uh, Volume up. All right, here we go. Ooh, can you name it? I'll just go with Marillion because I don't know any better. Ned's Atomic Dustbin. That was on the tip of my tongue. We'll be right back. Bye-bye. My 
say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. pictures of so on my computer i have a 200 millimeter fan that sits on the very top of the computer and it was 10 years old and it died from moving it around so i had to buy a new one i bought it with blue leds because it was cheap and it was pretty and so that's what the front of my computer looks like now and then i bought led lights and i put them on the lip behind uh, i don't know how to explain it but anyway no so now i have led lights that light up the back of my computer monitor even though they're actually attached to the desk and i can change them to different colors and now i've got them rotating through all the colors gently and it's just nice i like it it's pretty it is definitely pretty i will give you that uh i just ooh. Let's uh, go here. Are you ready, sir? You said you had one more thing to talk about. Are you ready? I... Now I'm ready. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. Let's see here. (laughs) I forgot about that shit. (laughs) ladies and gentlemen you are listening to hold on i have to get into my phone to get this official title please hold on you are listening to petty lord petty officer count scott davis not only are we counts uh you forgot reverend oh shit I got to change that again. Damn it. All right. (laughs) Reverend Lord Petty Officer Count Scott Davis. (laughs) I'm having business cards made. (laughs) However, they have to be twice the length to fit the whole thing on. (laughs) Yes. Groupon in their infinite wisdom sent me a thing last night saying you can become a lord in ireland so uh, now now here's okay i did not know whether uh they had a spouse thing because they didn't list all that yeah so i bought two packages for me a couple's package for me 
and a couple's package for Burke. Well, in going through everything, spouses do get a title. So Burke has an extra lord or lordess to use for whoever he wishes. Oh, my. I myself am going to make Bob Bevere. <laughs> I thought you were going to say your mother-in-law, but Bob's even better. Lord Bob asshole. <laughs> I'm sorry, but it's Lord Bob the asshole. <laughs> or is it the asshole Lord of Carrie? <laughs> so... <laughs> But so, dude, that's a good-looking castle. Holy crap! <laughs> I, 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 <laughs> you have great taste in titles, my friend. <laughs> Remember, Reverend, <laughs> Reverend, Lord, <laughs> Petty Officer, I am Count Scott Davis. I am I don't think my phone has that many characters for your fucking name. I, I am officially ordained by the Universal Life Church out of Modesto, California. <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> oh, my so, God. So, uh, in... Uh, uh, let's see. Let, let's see the details here. We're going to get the deets. <clears throat> Uh, you're not done yet. Uh, bah, 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 bah. Highlights. What's included? Joint ownership of Irish property with the rights to use the real title Lord. Or Lady. Of, of Carrie. Carrie. <clears throat> An elaborately designed certificate with name and date. Certificate comes in a color high quality presentation folder. A free certificate for spouse, fiance, friend, or girlfriend. May they the, never meet. <laughs> the right to use the official coat of arms. Uh, I, I wonder if it's the same coat of arms that we have from the castle in Germany. Doubtful, but... I, I highly doubt it i whichever what actually i'm just gonna put them both on the on the business card oh yeah yeah along with the house of davis because uh, my house of davis has a coat of arms I mean, could i just adopt that coat of arms since i'm a davis too um since we're in america and none of that shit really matters to us sure okay cool I'll send you a copy of our Sweet. coat of arms. <laughs> we are brothers after all. So, you know, we, we have a lion on it. It's Ooh. really cool. Yeah. Do we turn it upside down when there's danger in the apartment? I was, sure. <laughs> and the cool thing is that the colors are like red, white, and silver. So it's, I mean, it's just like rooting for Ohio state. Nice. <laughs> I think that's my MSI badge is red, white, and silver too. So that'll be all right. Um, wow. Yes. I am so, so excited. For wait, wait. This. Have you ever dreamed of signing your name at the bottom of a letter? Sincerely, Lady MacArthur. Or with all my love, <laughs> Lord Gateman. 
Count, oh was it, would it be Lord Count or Count Lord? I don't know. I Whatever mood strikes you, I suppose. I'm, I'm not sure, but I, I really do like that. Have you ever dreamed of signing your name at the <laughs> bottom of a letter? Sincerely, Lady MacArthur. <laughs> Why? <laughs> I can't wait to see. See? <laughs> see, Lord Bevere. <laughs> Lord Asshole Bevere. <laughs> Dang, guys, the, the, this show is going to get so fucking long if we have to keep calling each other Lord. Uh, or Count. Or Reverend. Reverend Count Lord Petty Officer Reverend Davis. Ordained out of the <laughs> Universal Life Church in Modesto, California. All right, enough with the silliness. <laughs> uh, <sighs> hey, this is Burke's show today. I get to actually sit back and just answer questions and talk about shit, and he gets to fuck everything up. You have to interact. You said you did homework. I did. Okay. Actually, I did a lot. <laughs> So we decided to go with Leon the Professional first. I don't know why meatballs was. Bad. Well, meatballs is well. We end on a fun note. That's why. So mm. anyway, Leon the Professional. Oh my God! I don't even have the year it was out. What the hell? Nineteen ninety four. Thank you very much. Somebody did their homework. Yay! So, uh, do you know what the Rotten Tomato score is for this movie? I didn't do that much homework. <laughs> Rotten Tomatoes scored it 73 however the audience scored it 95 that's because the audience is a bunch of perverted little scumbags that like to watch evil shit like us I feel better now okay Roger Ebert probably a three i think very close two and a half stars he thought it was too much like la femme nikita which was the previous ah. film from luke basson which this is kind of based upon and we'll we'll touch on that later uh any idea of the budget on this film no it was a 16 million dollar budget um and I have the, oh my God, this is a huge list. Okay, so any idea where it came in the standings that year uh, for gross? Uh, I can tell you what the gross was. Okay. I can actually tell you what the open domestic opening gross was. Oh, I think worldwide gross, I think, is what I got here, so... Well, worldwide was nineteen million five hundred fifty-two thousand six hundred thirty-nine dollars. I'm I'm in the eighteen oh five three range, but okay, close enough. The, okay. the um domestic opening, uh, which is the the opening across America, which usually runs a span of about two to three weeks, because they open in different areas, uh, in the U.S. Anyways, their domestic opening was five million. 300,000 that's for the day that tells me that the majority of the money that they made was after the opening which means that it's a good movie yeah yeah it came in number 79 that year okay uh now this one blows my mind 
Number 78 that year was Jurassic Park. At 18 million, uh, probably 19 in your money, but wow. House Party 3 beat out those two movies for fuck's sake. What the hell? Only You, uh, Frankenstein, The Jungle Book. Oh, dear God. Major League 2 beat them out. What the hell? Uh, Beverly Hills Cop 3 beat them out. It was number 34. City Slickers 2 beat them out. Time Cop beat them out. Natural Born Killers was a good movie, though. The Crow came out that year. Number 26. Uh, Naked Gun 33 and one third was number 25. How did the Little Rascals beat all of those people? What? Pulp Fiction came out that year. $63 million. Number 20. Stargate, number 17. Star Trek Next Generation. Ace Ventura, Pet Detective, number 15. Uh, Philadelphia, Schindler's List, Mrs. Doubtfire, Interview with a Vampire, Maverick, The Mask, Speed. How did the Flintstones beat all of those films? Oh, my God. The Santa Claus was number four. Okay, True Lies, number three. Forrest Gump, number two. And number one was The Lion King. That, that's a lot of... That's a lot of good movies out that year. Good Lord. Yeah, I'm going through the list right now. Um, wow. I mean, even you got to think about it. Cool Runnings. That come out that year, too? That came out that year. It was apparently under 79 because I didn't do anything uh, below the professional. It came, okay. It came out in 127th for the year uh, that mighty was, ducks mighty ducks was out that year that was for the year then angels in the outfield they ended up grossing over 68 million dollars oh wow off of cool runnings after it had after that year <laughs> that's insane <laughs> um but you can kind of understand lion king beating it out forrest gump I, I i never really caught on to forrest gump so i i just i can't say that that and the flintstones that one blows my mind how kid it, you know what there was probably no kids movie out that year other than the lion king i don't know um I just I I don't uh, clear and present danger. I can understand that's a great yeah that's a great shoot 'em up movie. Uh, but yeah, uh, I I don't know. Star Trek Generation was was seventeenth. It had generations had Kirk in it. I think that's why it did so well. Dumb and Dumber, my where did favorite. That, where, did, movie. where did that pop up? Was that below seventy nine? That was twenty second. How did I miss that? Oh shit! The number eighteen on my list. Damn! How did I miss that? How is it eighteen? On... I, I I forget which site I go to, and it's probably not quite as updated as yours, but. Uh, it, just, okay. it just it just copies really well <laughs> to my spreadsheet. Okay, uh, <laughs> I 
I use IMDb Pro. Uh, uh, I use the, I'd have to look it up. It's something like Box Office something or other. Box Office Mojo. Yeah. That is that is the one that I'm on right now, and it has Dumb and Dumber at 22. I got Four Wings and a Funeral at 22. That is 23. I got the Little Rascals at 23. How did that beat? Oh my God! How did that beat the Crow for fuck's sake? Well, anyway, all right, uh, I, I, whatever. But anyway, so you get the idea. We're in the we're in the ballpark. Okay, I I've figured it out. I figured it out. You're doing in-year releases, and I'm doing calendar grosses. Oh, okay. So, there you go. Gotcha. Uh, yeah. I, it's it, uh, Okay. Uh, do you want to give a synopsis on this? A little girl whose father is dealing drugs gets murdered by a guy and the guy at the end of the hall takes her in who happens to be a hitman and she first tries to pay him to kill the guys that killed her it's it's actually her little brother is the one that she wants revenge for she couldn't care less about her dad her mom her big sister because they all beat the crap out of her but she wanted revenge for her little brother. Um, he does not do that, but he does take her in and teaches her how to become a cleaner or a hitman. But the guy who did the killing happens to be the head of the DEA in that city. And it's a little bit tough and stuff gets really messed up at the end. Mm-hmm. Okay. So... Would you like to start off with some trivia or some impressions or where would you like to start? I think we should start with the cast list. Which I do not have up at the moment, but I can. Ooh. Okay. Uh, Obviously, Natalie Portman, I believe in her first role. There we are. Jean, Jean Renault as Leon. Gary Oldman as Stansfield, the bad guy. Natalie Portman as Matilda. Danny Aiello. Um, Willie Oneblood is one of the bad guy cops. Who else we got? Not a lot of other big names in this cast. Although, however, the in the beginning of the film, the fat guy that Leon goes to influence yes. is there with a girlfriend. Do you know who that girl is? No. She is actually the director's, well, wife at the time and the same lady who played the diva in The Fifth Element. Ooh. Okay. However, in the fifth element, he started liking Mila Jovovich, and then they got divorced, and he started marrying Mila Jovovich, and it was kind of ugly. So, anyway. But anyway. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. He's an uh, interesting dude. Uh, um. A little tidbits you'd like to pop out there, or should I start with one? Sure. Why don't I start with this one? Please. Uh, this is uh, 
two minutes, 30 seconds into, into the film. In the very first scene where old Tony is debriefing Leon, we see Leon pick up his glass of milk and drink the entire glass. However, if you look in the reflection of Leon's glass as he's taking the glass away from his mouth, you see that there's milk. <laughs> little, little editing issues there. Well, you know, this film was written in 30 days. It was filmed in 30 days because they were waiting for Bruce Willis to be available to do the fifth element. So this was kind of like a time killer film, which blows my mind because no, I can't say it's better than the fifth element. I love, 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 love the fifth element. It is, it raises the bar in every science fiction movie ever, but I love this film. I mean, to, to know that it was, written in 30 days and filmed in 30 days blows my mind. You ready for another continuity mistake? Do it, baby. After Leon rescues Matilda from the SWAT team and dodges the snipers, he shoots out a ventilation fan to make an escape route. Mm -hmm. He gets off two shots before the camera trains over to the vent. Where there's after, more than two. <laughs> after those two shots, how many bullet holes were there around the vent? Seven. Correct. That's my default answer for everything. That's awesome. <laughs> Dude, ask me what color my background is. Seven. Seven. That's right. Because <laughs> every time I ask you a question, you don't have an answer for it. That's the first thing that pops out. Yep. Anyways. <laughs> So he shoots, so there are uh, seven bullet holes around it. They scan back to him, and he finishes shooting his gun. When they go back to the vent, what happens? There's like 28 bullet holes in there or something. No, all the bullet holes are in different places. Oh, no. <laughs> all right, so. I found, I found a fabulous website that lists all of the continuity mistakes from a film that's dangerous to go down that hole though because you know what it's like meeting your heroes almost like you don't want to meet your heroes i know i know <laughs> all right so the hotel that was used for those scenes was the hotel chelsea and i did a little diving on this it, it's fabulous it, it, I had no idea there was so much history behind this hotel. Mark Twain, Stanley Kubrick, Arthur Miller, Jack Kerouac, Bob Dylan, Leonard Cohen, Nico, Patti Smith, Sam Shepard, Mitch Hedberg, Charles R. Jackson, and Dennis Hopper are among the many others that have stayed there at one time or another. Some for a short time, others for years. Uh, Robert Maplethorpe, Henry Cartier-Bresson, Didi Ramon, and the list goes on. Um, it's where Leonard Cohen and Janis Joplin carried on an affair that wove its way into two of Cohen's songs. Uh, Chelsea Hotel Number 2 
is in fact an ode to Janis Joplin. Um, and it's the place that Sid Vicious of the Sex Pistols was charged with stabbing his girlfriend, Nancy Spugen, Spungen, to death in their room in 1978. He died of a drug overdose while on bail in 1979, which one of the characters in this film played. <laughs> Brighter moments are... Arthur C. Clarke wrote 2001 A Space Odyssey in that hotel. Allen Ginsberg, Tennessee Williams, Thomas Wolfe, Chick Corea, Tom Waits, Rufus Wainwright all bartered and traded ideas on life and art within these walls. Joni Mitchell's song Chelsea Morning was written about that hotel. So it was this, and I, I didn't write all this stuff down. This hotel was specifically for like artists and stuff like that and the and the people that owned it like kept the rates low so that artists could afford to live there and it was kind of like an art hub of new york which i, I had no clue until i started diving into this it was like that's kind of cool okay what about you there are many similarities between the film leon and another very well-known film. Can you name the film that they say are almost intertwined? Oh, well, Femme Nikita actually had the same actor in it, and he played almost the same character, although this character's name was not the same. But they liken this film to Pygmalion, um, uh, or uh, whatever the film was, I can't remember. Uh, My Fair Lady, where the little girl kind of grows up into what they've been trained to be. There are many similarities between A Clockwork Orange and the film Leon. Both main characters, Alex and Leon, are seen drinking milk many times in the film. Stansfield... Leon and Alex, ACO, both listen to Beethoven to stimulate their violence. And the song Singing in the Rain is featured in both films. Those are a little more than coincidences, but I'll go with it. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. So it's it's Reverend uh, Count Scott Lord ordained <laughs> petty by, officer by the Universal Life Church out of Modesto, <laughs> California. So Luke Besson, the director, whom I love, uh, he was going to be a scuba instructor like his parents until an accident prevented him from ever diving again. Um, and he got the notion to make Leon while he was in the production of his previous film, La Femme Nikita. Um, ben Son felt the third act character of Victor the Cleaner, played by Jean Reno, was worthy of his own film. Uh, both Leon and Victor sport long wool jackets, knit hats, and sunglasses. And the working title for Leon at the time was The Cleaner. Um, he only decided to make Leon in his downtime while waiting for Bruce Willis to become available, Fifth Element. 30 day. Oh, I'm sorry. He spent 90 days filming uh, before making the fifth element three years later. So, 
On to you, sir. In the scene, uh, there's a shot outside of Tony's restaurant before the scene where we see him celebrating the birthday uh, where he is interrupted by Stansfield. Mm -hmm. Uh, You see a person walk by the front door. Do you know who that person is? I do not, sir. Who is that person? Luke Basson, <laughs> the director of the movie, walks past the front door <laughs> in the scene. Thank you. So apparently, uh, Natalie Portman's parents had several concerns about the adult nature of Matilda. Um but they signed a contract with the producers to specify the exact amount and way in which she could be depicted smoking cigarettes on screen. So in the contract, it was a total of five smoking scenes were agreed upon. And in those scenes, Portman was barred from inhaling or exhaling smoke on screen. And the character Matilda had to quit smoking over the course of the film. And all of these stipulations were agreed upon and adhered to in the final cut of the film. Uh, I can actually expand upon this. Mm-hmm. Leon and Matilda were meant to get even closer than they did in the final release of the film, including a scene where Leon accidentally walks in on Matilda washing up in the bathroom. Yes. Portman's parents put a stop to that. Well... This kind of goes back to the girl who was Luke Besson's wife at the time, who played the diva in The Fifth Element, because mm-hmm. he knew her from age 12 and started when he was in his 20, late 20s and dated her at a very young age. Apparently not a big deal in France. Over here it's a little more frowned upon. So to him, it it wasn't that big of a deal, but everybody else was a little weirded out. So they had to kind of, yeah, they had to kind of cut that stuff out. Excuse me. Alrighty then. According to the video extras, Mm -hmm. Natalie Portman was so in love with the clothes that the character she played wore that she had hoped to keep some of the clothes noting that matilda's tastes were far better and cooler than her own at 12 (laughs) years of age but her parents wouldn't like it let her keep them uh the pink dress was cute yeah do you know i don't have this written down do you know where she got the idea for the marilyn monroe bit no wayne's world she had seen Wayne's World and had seen Wayne doing an impression of Marilyn Monroe doing the happy birthday, Mr. President. And that's what she based that on. And she did that in her audition, which is one of the reasons she got the part. Because Liv Tyler was actually in contention for this. And she was younger, but not young enough. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. All righty. I have... Oh, well, yeah. I, I, Go ahead. I have, I have tons have, left here. 
I got one, two, three, four, five, six things. So, uh, you you did that one. I have one, two, three. I have three left. All right, I will go. In a 2014 interview with Playboy, Gary Oldman confessed that his famously loud line, Bring me, everyone, was done as a joke to make Bisson chuckle. Uh, In his previous takes, he recited the line at normal volumes, but he told the sound man to take off his headphones so that he could shout the line as loud as possible. And that's the take that they ended up in the final cut. What do you mean, everyone? That's the lie. <laughs> it's so good. Ullman also, uh, uh, also ad libbed his speech about his love of Beethoven and the scene where he sniffs Matilda's father because he can smell when somebody is lying. I like these calm little moments before the storm. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> All right, the okay. Oops, sorry. Hey, you're good. Um, the character Benny, one of Stansfield's uh, henchmen. Do you know who it was? Yeah, I do. Keith A. Glasgow. And. Go ahead. I'll let you read the depressing part. (sighs) After a few years of bad luck in the filming industry, he became a fireman for New York City. And he was one of the people who died in the Twin Towers terrorist attack when helping out when he was stuck on one of the towers when they collapsed. And that's kind of fucked up. Well, you know, he, he, uh, I, I don't know. He's a hero. That's, yeah. Bless his soul. That's all I've got to say about that. No women, no kids. No women, no kids. No women, no kids. <laughs> so did you, did you know about when they were filming the scene in New York with all the cop cars? No. Okay. So when they were filming the exterior scene after he had yelled everybody and all the cop cars showed up, right? Uh, A real-life criminal who had just robbed a nearby store uh, accidentally ran onto the movie set during his escape attempt. He he fled his crime scene, stumbled onto the set of Leon, and saw all these police cars, and he immediately turned himself in. To the, to the actors, the fucking actors in the fake cop cars on the New York street. <laughs> That's the best. That is absolutely the best. <laughs> uh-huh. Ah, all right, man. What else you want to know? What else you, what else you got? According to the commentary included in the DVD release. Mm. In order to understand how to interact with young Natalie Portman as Matilda, Lando, Gene Reno, 
was encouraged to act as if he himself were a child. And they, they did that to make him uh, not more relatable. What's the word I'm looking for? They didn't want him to come off as the, as they, the bad guy. They right. wanted him to come off as a, as a relatable character. Right. Yeah, I read that. I did not have that written down, but I did read that. Uh, real quick one. The old lady in the hallway, when Stansman shoots the window out next to her, telling her to go back inside, do you know who that was? No. Woody Allen's high school biology teacher. No way. Yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking, I'm reading this. Woody Allen's mom? No, his high school biology teacher. Like, really? All right. Um, hey, don't do talk about mud peaks. They're usually much nicer than people. Do you remember when Matilda, that when they go to the second hotel and Matilda checks it herself and Leon into the hotel? Do you remember the name they checked themselves in under? No. MacGuffin. Which film buffs are well aware that this term was coined by Alfred Hitchcock, who said it was a shorthand explanation of a trivial plot element that serves no other purpose than to move the story forward. Okay. <laughs> and the very the very last one that I got is Columbiana. The movie Columbiana was a sequel to this movie, basically. Um, Luc Besson had handed over the rights to whatever uh, company did the movie. Then when he split from them, he was no longer allowed to use any of those characters. So Columbiana with Zoe Saldana is 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 actually the sequel to this. This is, this is Matilda as a grown woman. Um, da, 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 da. He was he was actually waiting for Natalie Portman to age before making the movie. However, when he left Gamal Film to start his own studio, the Gamal Film Company owned the rights to Leon and wouldn't hand them over to Passant. Passant used his idea to the sequel to create the movie Columbiana, which showed Sally Zazdana as a female assassin whose parents were murdered in front of her as a child. So, Wow. Yeah. So what are any other goodies that you have in the background or no? Mm-mm. Okay. What are your th- thoughts on this movie? This movie's a tough one for me to review. Mainly because I have a thing for Natalie Portman now. And <laughs> it made me really feel ooky. <laughs> and being a reverend uh, orda- <laughs> ordained by the Universal Life Church out of Modesto, California, uh, <laughs> I'm finding it very hard. <laughs> to like this movie. Secondly, our our favorite actor of all time, Gary Oldman, the chameleon, really, really, really needs to have a hot piece of wire shoved up his penis and spun. Um, yeah, you hated his character in this movie. I totally hated his character in this movie, and that is just a testament to his acting skills. You can s- you can say it that way. <laughs> oh, dude! I, when you write the vilest 
psych most psychotic unhinged character and you pull it off to the point where you hate that character that's that's just damn fine acting there man well that's the good shit here's where i am with that i have a brother that's a drug addict that's what bothered me Gary Oldman's character, yes, he did a great job at what what he was supposed to be, but I hated the character. And I, I just did. I, I there's there's not going to be any way for me to change my mind about this. Sorry, man. Uh, though the way. I understand the premise of the movie. I understand what was written. And Gary Oldman was fabulous at, yeah. at portraying a person like this. It's not Gary Oldman that I didn't like. Yeah. That you hate the, the character. character. Yeah. I have one one little tidbit on the character. When Matilda follows him to his place of work and tries to kill him in the bathroom and they have their little talk to you cat get the fuck off my chair <laughs> excuse me kendrick yeah kendrick's being a dick the only time in this whole movie that stansman seems scared or upset is in that scene because she wants revenge like it's personal it's it's emotional like that's the only time when like he starts getting a little weirded out like he has no problem going in and fucking murdering an entire family he has no problem crossing over into the line of fire of five of his guys in a hallway he is not scared of killing he is not scared of dying. Hmm. He's not scared of other cops interrogating him about what he did when he knew goddamn good and well it was totally illegal. It freaks him out when she is upset with him because he killed her little brother. It's just a weird, good, odd bit in that movie. It was almost like I mean, through that scene, he could have just shot her. Oh, yeah. But you're right. It was registering in his head that somebody hated him for... That's my daughter in the background playing with a cat. Sorry. <laughs> wow. Um, it kind of changed the character. It's like it was maybe there was a little bit of redemption in it. Uh, yeah, well, it's 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 so it, weird. It's like maybe it there's that, a little bit of feelings in this guy. Would you, you thought he was just a complete psycho, but see, is it that or was it the drugs? Because he chewed the pill right before that happened. And the pill was like something like diazepam, which is like a relaxer almost, like. He needed to not be so keyed up before he did all that stuff. It's kind of weird. <laughs> Bert can tell what, what he's taken just by the color of the capsule. Oh, yeah, uh, can everybody? 
No, I can't because I'm a reverend ordained <laughs> out of the Universal Life Church out of Modesto, California. Let's face it. Those are the people that know all the good drugs. Now, uh, Leon, the main character, mm-hmm. it, it, you, you, you learn a lot about Leon through the movie. Uh, his Italian friend who was holding his money. Danny Aiello. Yep. Big Tony. Um, Big Tony literally saved Leon when Leon basically was dumped in the streets off of, I mean, he came straight from Italy. Yeah. So it was interesting to see uh, throughout his life, he was taught to not have feelings. And then for that to change with Natalie Portman was very interesting to watch. Uh, He played he played the part to the hilt and I'm, Oh yeah. I mean, the way that the movie ended, uh, he, he was a guy who killed people for a living, but finally had feelings and you could see it. The last scene. Oh yeah. The ring, this ring, this is from Matilda. <laughs> he was doing for something for somebody else and it wasn't costing them money. And the I ultimate sacrifice to save somebody else, which is the opposite of what his job is. Exactly. Yeah. So I thought he was phenomenal. And Natalie Portman. At yeah, for being 11 12, or 12 years, yeah, was unbelievably good in that film. Ooked me out. <laughs> good thing you didn't see the original cut of that movie. <laughs> Oh, I, yeah, I don't need to see a 12-year-old in the shower. <laughs> oh. So, I, I guess my, my feelings about this film would be, uh, it was a very well done. So, uh, Luke Besson did a fabulous job directing it. Mm-hmm. Um, the action sequences were really well done. You could follow the action at all times, which now, is a really important thing. I, I mean, I love like when the guy, the SWAT team guy, looks around the corner uh, and the gun's right there in his face. It's yeah. like, oh, 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 shit! Yeah. Do you see him? Yeah. <laughs> Where is he? He has a gun in my forehead. <laughs> and they're all like, oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah, good, good action. Very good action. I, 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 what did you think of it? I, I've always loved that film. Um, and I kind of, it, maybe it's Luc Besson's style and the music always just intensifies and, 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 and lifts up the action a little bit more. Um, okay. Is it a little ookiness? Yeah, probably, but you know, whatever. But between the characters, the actors, the whole script, the whole thing, it's just a really solid movie for me all over. I I, I can watch that at any point in time and like it. Mm -hmm. 
Bingo. Uh, okay. Um, it is it is seven forty six. I think we need to take one break before we go into our scoring and put it on the shelf or put it in the box. Oh, I oh. totally forgot we, about that. We haven't done this. It's, it's in a been while. so long. How I many know. shelves we got? Do we have five? Uh, we have five shelves and then and the, box. the box. Okay. Okay. Cool. Okay. Uh, what Ladies and gentlemen, know? we're going to ponder this, about refill about drinks, empty bladders, and we will be back shortly. Really? Well, I, I could have done this one. But but the movie that we just watched makes me want to do this one. Oh yeah. Probably the best song this band ever did. It's like peanut butter, it's smooth and crunchy. Yeah, we're just jamming out. Sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. You know what? They're not going to hear all the music. That's that's what's sad. That is sad. Because this is a great song. I wish I was Spanish. You're so fucking special. But I'm a creep. Ladies and gentlemen, we will be right back. See you soon.
All right, can you guess can you guess the artist? Not a clue. It is Imogene Heap. Are we recording at this point? Yeah, we oh, are recording. Oh yeah. Cool. Oh yeah. There's a little Somebody thing up in the top corner that says recording. I did not notice that. Okay. Yeah, and as a matter of fact, I got a chat. Oh, are we recording? Uh, <laughs> of course I'm recording. I I Okay, Imogene Who is this? This is Imogene Heap. And, okay, and? Uh, she's kind of an independent, she's an indie rock artist. Um, out of England, I think. Oh, wow. Uh, but every instrument being played is her. Oh, nice. Yeah, and um, you... I've shown you pictures of my soundboard. The, yes. Like with all the buttons and the different colors and all that stuff. Yeah. That is what she uses to <laughs> to make the music for all of her songs. She's phenomenal. I love this woman. She's a little bit nutty about the environment, which I can understand. I, you know, uh, it's an issue. Own. It's a big issue. You know, I, everyone's got a, a different way to fix it that's that's kind of the problem though anyways i love her to death her music just it 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 makes me bubble it's happy it's like banjo it music yeah it's like being a reverend for the universal life <laughs> church out of modesto california which is almost as good as being a lord in ireland <laughs> Well, yeah. All right. So, so we're back. We're back. Uh, we have to give our scores on this fabulous film. Oh. This this fabulous film that Burke picked. I, for me, I can't. T I I, I want to put it. I want to put it on the second shelf. It could be a third shelf, but I'm gonna have to put it on the second shelf it's just one of those like like one away from top shelf yeah i mean if we had half shelves it'd be in the half but i i i i it's a luke Besson film i love it. it i'm gonna put it on the second shelf for me for me is that the tv in the background yeah my daughter's cell phone yeah she, i'd love her <laughs> um, I got my I got my sound stuff on like full like you know block out background shit. All right, you're you're not gonna block that shit out. <laughs> that yeah. Hold on, hold on, um, <laughs> hold on. Hang, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. At I'm least gonna... I didn't have to yell her out. God damn, I wore donut fell. <laughs> I'm going to text her why. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, I I actually have your uh Is she a seven one three area code? I don't think so. I don't she think should so. be a three three zero. I know she gave me her. Uh, I'll do it later. Okay. I need. I need to rate. I need to rate Leon. Leon, the destroyer. Mm, sure. Yeah. He's gonna go. On shelf three. Yeah. Uh, he is not bottom shelf. This this film no. is very well directed. And the only reason that Leon goes on to shelf three is because of the character. This is not a movie that I would usually go and rent. Uh, the, the, Gary Oldman. Okay. He freaks you out in this movie. I fell in love with Gary Oldman with Batman and Harry Potter. I have watched other other movies by him. And and I, I I'm just like, you're weird. <laughs> you you are a weird person and you like weird characters, which scares me. You are Johnny Depp all over. Yeah, yeah. Um so yeah, that's uh, that's where that goes. Fair what enough. Else, what else do you have for Leon? Is that, that, that the end? That's the end, man. Holy crap! We did that show in an hour and forty-five minutes. Wow! I know. I know. It's making me. It's making me. Uh. Uh. I don't. Uh, yeah. It's. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what it's making me do. <laughs> Um, we had like way more stuff at the beginning too, so it's no big deal. Did we? Oh yeah, we had over forty-five minutes of bullshit. Mmm. Sounds hey. like sexual healing almost. Mmm. The ladies in the house will know what song this is. The one man that I have lit many a times and every time I see more underwear thrown on the stage than I care to see. Al Ooh. Who is this? Uh, it'll come clear here in a second. This is this is what what is called the woo 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 song. Okay. <laughs> you're acting like a 13 year old girl at this point you're scaring me <laughs> okay so the artist is um from an r&b group okay who went solo 
Boys to Men. His name is Jeffrey Osborne. Oh, I've heard of Jeffrey Osborne. And uh, what uh, was he in originally? I think the the band was called LSG. Okay. Um. Uh, he, he's he's a okay. I love working with Jeffrey Osborne. <laughs> his his sound engineer, who is also his tour manager. Is an asshole, but I love him. Uh, <laughs> they're fun to work with. Jeffrey just wants to go out and do his shit, and he doesn't care what it looks like. He doesn't care what you do. Uh, I think that the biggest note that I ever got from him is was, uh, "Can you make the lights dance a little bit more?" <laughs> Like, I need some, I need some action. They're kind of attached to a piece of truss that doesn't move. So I might be able to do something, but I think we're kind of limited. <laughs> All right, so Leon, Leon got a good score from you. Yeah, I, I, I really like that film a lot. Averaging out to two and a half shelves. Uh, he did not make it to the box. No, no. That is a sad thing, my friend. Sad. Well, God forbid we ever do a, films that make the box. They're going to be like three hours each. Uh, or longer. It'd be like five-part episodes. It It could very well be that. I mean, um, we could do that someday. I, I I don't think I'm emotionally ready yet. <laughs> All right, guys. Um, hey, there's going to be another show in a couple of days. And guess what that's on? That's the movie quotes. No. No? No. I thought we just put out the quotes today. Well, we did put the quotes out today, but they're not going to know that until next week. When oh, we okay. The, but the show that comes out two days from now will be Meatballs the Movie. That doesn't sound right. Two days from now should be Leon. I'm confused. Um, when this comes out... Let's see. Tomorrow's Thursday, so that'll be the movie quotes. Hey, hey Burke. Hey, what? Burke, we're recording right now, correct? Uh, yeah, okay. And and the recording that we're making, when that comes out, people will hear it. Uh-huh. So that's going to come out next Tuesday. What do you think comes out on Thursday? I'm confused. I don't, I don't remember. I don't How know. Wait, I, don't, I don't do time dilation. I'm not. I'm not a. I'm. I'm not a time lord. I'm sorry. It's all wibbly wobbly, tiny wimey. I confused. I knew you'd understand that. <laughs> yes. Yes, I am a Time Lord as well. Oh <laughs> wait, can you get that title? Wait a minute. <laughs> I cannot wait to purchase that title bag. 
As a matter of fact, I'm gonna start a website. Sell <laughs> Time Lord nobility. Oh, this is so. If great. you buy real estate in the future, you can be a Time Lord. <laughs> <laughs> Oh God! Um, no, no. So, so the point is, is that the show that we're doing right now, that the people will hear, won't come out until next Tuesday. So their next show is going to be Meatballs. Okay. Where's because, Leon come in? Well, Leon is playing right now. We're we're playing it right oh, now. Oh, okay. Uh, seriously, I, the, the the whole time thing just messes we're, with me. We're we're. Leon is playing right now. They've oh, already heard Leon. We've already heard Leon. Okay, cool. Okay. So they're going to hear what next? Meatballs? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I got it. I figured it out. I, I, I win. I figured it out. Yay. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen. Remember our website, davisanddavisshow.com. You can look it up on Google. You can link it up on Google. It's not on anything else. I don't know why. I mean, I, <laughs> if, I, if, I, if I know, we do reviews on the alcohol that we drink. We do reviews of movies. No, we don't do reviews on movies. That one's blank. Is it still blank? Oh, yeah. Yeah, we suck. You Guys, should just we, cut that out. We we just suck. Um, we We post stupid shit every so often. Uh, I will get some blog stuff on there. Got some, yeah. I will definitely post links to the websites where you can become a count, where you can become a lord, <laughs> and where you can be ordained by the Universal Life Church out of Modesto, <laughs> California. <laughs> on that note, ladies and gentlemen, we're out of here. Have a great night. Have. A great night. credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.